What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Keith Logan, and welcome back to another episode of the Wholesome Men Podcast. But first, be sure to follow me at klogan underscore 70 on all social media platforms. And today, of course, I got my guys with me. I got Mitch. What's up, Mitch? Y'all can go ahead and follow me at... Too much. Nah, y'all can can follow me at CoachMitchell1914 underscore... All right, J-O-P, what's good with you? You already know what it is. It's your favorite podcast member. Give me a follow on IG at J-L-P underscore 63. Let's get it. I was about to say, you going to say it. Let's get it. All right, and last but not least, Dr. B. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's the People's Doctor, a.k.a. Raspy B. Follow me at Patty next door underscore four. You going to stick with it, huh? The Raspy B to the catch. To the catch. <laughs> Hey, I'm about to stop giving out my shit. Niggas ain't following me. You got <laughs> honestly. Uh, you got all the followers, bro. That uh, Justin. Clay that boy got bro. 10k real followers. But anyways, how was y'all weekend? <laughs> I had a great weekend. We had a surprise birthday party for our brother Boston, and we also had another <laughs> surprise birthday party. I don't know if the audience ever experienced. Right, Wait, hold on. Let me finish. Be quiet. Be quiet. I don't know if the audience ever experienced a birthday party, a surprise birthday party through for. Let's say a fellow fellow co-host on this podcast, and a nigga never shows up to his own surprise party. Have anybody experienced that? Yeah, I don't know too many niggas that uh, that a nigga that they was throwing a surprise birthday niggas party for just didn't show up. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> different. It was horrible. And, it was horrible. And guess who all put it together? Doctor B put a lot of work in together, and. I think you owe him a public apology, so this is your time. No. Dr. B, but Dr. <laughs> B didn't plan it that well, though. Dr. B should have started a whole nother message. You got your time to talk. Go ahead. All right. So for the people listening, <laughs> we had a group chat that one of our frat brothers, his girlfriend, started and was like, hey, surprise party going to be here this date, this time. All I'm right. like, all right, cool. I'm there. I'm in the group chat. From the time I responded saying I'm going to go up until this Saturday when it was supposed to be, I don't know when I got removed. So I'm like, okay, I'm expecting to be there, you know, at the time she said. So I had a prior engagement to go to. My plan was to be there from 2 to 6. But I text Keith. Now, FaceTime Keith was like, hey, bro, you you still going? Keith, like, we here. I'm like, what the fuck? So. And so <laughs> I stayed where I was at because I'm I was already 52 minutes away out of Dallas. And so I was just like, man, this is weird. So, they were moved. So basically you weren't coming, regardless. Because I text, no, the, I text you and said it starts at six. At twelve. I, was, I thought you were just saying that because you was being a nigga saying, oh, oh, see, oh there, yeah, there it is. Now we got excuses. Ladies and gentlemen, so really, that's what it is. Really it was Mitch's fault. Was, no, Mitch really just didn't want to kick it with his niggas. Really, that's all we wanted. That's all it was. No, that was. That was the plan. Cause I rode with somebody to the engagement I went to. I was like, "Hey, bro, ride with me, and we gonna leave at six, and you gonna go with me to the other spot." He was like, "All right." Hey, bet. what time y'all leave? What time did we leave from the other engagement? Yeah. Uh, maybe about nine. Oh, look at this, bro. That's what I'm talking about. The thing is, the most, the crazy part is, though, like, when everybody found out, nobody was shocked. It's like, Mitch gone Mitch. That's at the end of the day. Bro, Mitch. (laughs) Bro, y'all, like, just relax, bro. Y'all should have left me in the group and made another group. And and that is true. But you knew the console. 
I asked Dr. B the weekend before. I was like, hey, bro, if y'all planning a surprise, son, like, let me know because, you know, I'll be that's moving dumb. around. It's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. <laughs> but that's why I don't, that's at the end of the like day, at the, at the end of the day, it was poor planning, but if that nigga wanted to kick it with y'all, he, he would have came and kicked it. Y'all know the only thing that Mitch had to do. I said, Mitch, I'm coming. I'm I'm flying to Dallas on Saturday. So just come to Boston and we gonna kick it. And he was like, all right. That's all you had to do. It, it didn't matter if you showed up Obviously, 10, minutes, type of way, guys. 10 minutes late. <laughs> like like 10 minutes left for Boston, right? Let's say it was like 10 minutes left. You could have showed up in a surprise birthday party. Still would have went down. Dr. B is hurt. Yep. <laughs> but, right. but you didn't show up at all. That's so we got we got all you our feelings, feelings out. We got all our feelings out on the table Mitch, now. We ready, ready to go, bro. guys. All right, we ready they to go. Know. Do you feel they bad, bro? Let's hop into this right. podcast, fellas. So we got to talk about something. No, you don't feel bad. That's yeah, what I'm saying. We. No, I do. I, I do See? feel bad because, like I said Try in our group it. chat, I said nobody ever planned a surprise. So I I'm appreciative for it though. I I am for real for real. But it wasn't my fault. I ain't show up. That's all you you want to clear your name. All right, cool. I got to clear. Let's hop into this podcast. All right. So I do want to talk about this Tory Lane situation since the last episode we had, we kind of had some pushback, not pushback, some backlash, I could say. So Tory Lane's pretty much said in an interview with Joe Button that he wouldn't mess with a girl or fuck with a girl that uh that asked him to buy her expensive bags or stuff like that if she can't afford it on her own. So the last episode where we were talking about the 80-20 rule where we, well, it was a theory that 80% of women is just after money. So we kind of got some backlash. Well, not specifically me because I was saying that's false anyway. But niggas saying to it, nigga. pretty much that we're broke. <laughs> that y'all some broke niggas. Not me, but y'all some broke niggas. So I wonder how y'all, first of all, how you feel about that. Being called broke niggas first. Well, well, I'm a broke nigga, so it don't bother Perfect. me. YBN. I mean, we got t-shirts that say YBN. We did get t-shirts. We made got, that I say mean, YBN. young broke niggas. But I mean, how would I feel if a if a girl called me a broke nigga? Hmm. I wouldn't give a fuck. What would you care? <laughs> fuck no. That that's what I'm saying. Like I kind of see where Tory Lane coming from. Like I wouldn't want to mess with a girl first of all. That says, oh, ew, you a broke nigga, I can't mess with you. First of all, that's, no matter how much money I really have, I can be a multi-millionaire. If you already got that attitude, that's not the chick I want to be with at the end of the day anyway. Nah, but what Tory Lanez was talking about was uh, was how girls would be kicking it with yeah. him and would ask him for like a, a, a Gucci bag or something yeah. like that. And, and they can't like, afford it themselves. Yeah, like he's like, I can't be fucking with you if you're not in my tax bracket. Like, why are you asking me for that? That was really what stood that's out to me. Yeah, I think, I mean... Is that fair? I, I personally am not very materialistic, so I don't think that I would be with anyone that is materialistic or, you know, just wants to have things. I don't mind buying things, but I got to agree with Tory Lanez. If you want me to buy you a Gucci bag, can you buy it yourself? Yep. And if she can buy it herself, then okay. Then that's cool. I want to buy you things because... And I think we also we also really need to look at framing this conversation from just a, a girl you just meet on the street versus a girl that you are like dating. Because I don't care what tax bracket I'm in. If I just met you, I ain't buying your shit. Not shit. I don't care what tax bracket. So 
I think this is some problematic though. <laughs> that's not problematic. No, that's I'm real. Shit. I mean, with, with me, some girls as will say it's as, problematic. Go ahead. As far as the materialistic stuff go, like, like all right, Gucci bags. You know, Gucci bags, two, three, shit, some t- four grand clothes, expensive like that. Like, honestly, like, all right, cool. Even if you do got enough money to buy that, if you buy that, is that all the money that you got? Like, what you got in your bank account? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't got three. To four times that in your bank account, you don't need to be spending that shit. Like that's why she asking you for it, nigga. That's where that like, shit can't talk come from. Like, tax oh, that ain't, that ain't, she that asking ain't. for it because she can't afford it, bro. There ain't too many girls that's even, asking for stuff that actually got it. Because yeah. if she want it, she just gonna go get it. That's yeah. how I right. feel. Is it even right. problematic to say that only fuck with girls in my tax bracket? Is that fucked up? No, nigga, that's real. I mean, I don't. <clears throat> I think if you're making a certain amount of money. I, I mean, think there's certain risks. And you have a, a certain amount of fame. So for him, he needs to, he's got to make sure that the girls he's dating is not only after him or his fame and money. That's why celebrities date for celebrities. Us, ain't nobody after my fame or money. <laughs> yeah, we're going to speak into existence. Yeah, one day we'll be rich, right? On me. We all going to be multi-millionaires. Big facts. Big facts. Money making yeah. Mitch already there. Yes, sir. Money making Mitch, I need a money Boy. making. <laughs> but, oh, no, nah, we, we, we ain't buying no lady nothing. <laughs> but I feel like there is a double standard because we will catch heat if, let's say, a girl that's well off, that's a lawyer, she making, or a doctor, she making 500K a year, and she buy you stuff or buy you Rolex stuff. That girl will get chewed the fuck out. So I feel like it's a double standard there, too. Chew the fuck out for what? Buying me yeah, something? They, yeah, their family be like, that's a broke nigga you fucking with. Don't fuck with that nigga. Or your homegirls, why are you paying for that nigga? He not in your tax bracket. You won't, you won't catch the, the same At the end of the day, if she's still fucking with me, then she's still fucking with me. I wouldn't care what her friends are saying. But what happened? She started getting in the ear and stuff like that. You See, now you agreeing with the girl side now. Why, we Now you kind of conflicting yourself now. I said conflicting yourself, whatever. Whatever, you know what I mean. I mean. You want to guess what you said. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. I know you got something <laughs> you, to say. <laughs> nah, because I just think I just think like if. Go ahead, bro. I'm about to. I'm. I, I don't disagree. What's with the What's the question? Ask the question again. Yeah, I don't disagree with Keith. I think it is a double standard, but I think yeah, it, what it falls down to is you know people should be able to buy what they want to buy for the people that they love, but if we're only with people to get things, woman or man. Or trans, because we never mentioned that. Um, <laughs> or what? What you just say? Ain't nothing wrong with trans. Keep it pushing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so regardless of what your sex is, buying gifts just to buy gifts and only gifts is problematic, no matter what you are. Okay? That's all I'm saying. True. Buy some gifts because it's out of love, um, out of something that you want to do. And I think that celebrities probably have a different take on relationships than like people who are not famous uh, or have lots of money. So if, if there's a celebrity that's with somebody that's not famous it's because that person was there before they was famous. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they ain't going to date nobody that's going a regular person that's not going to look at them for the figure that they are. True. That's why celebrities mm-hmm. date celebrities cuz they both understand the right. the lifestyle. And then some girls kind of speaking on like getting bags and stuff. Some girls would just seduce those niggas with money on purpose to get what they want, and they they do it for a living. And I low key think that should be fraud, low key. 
like straight up fraud. <laughs> like niggas get caught up every day for fraud. Like I ain't gonna lie. Holy shit, <laughs> man. We we have so a. So we gonna talk about man n- niggas who got caught for frauding a woman as a romantic love interest and getting money out of her. You all don't think that that's fraud or is wrong? Like, I say it should be the same energy kept. Like we, I mean, we kind of know a nigga that we're familiar with that recently got caught up with fraud. And I mean, low key, I well, mean, it, it's it, public information. It was in the New York Times and all that shit. What was I mean, it? I don't, let's, well, tell the so audience. pretty much, I mean, what it, what it was is that he was running this, not, I guess so much a scheme where he would meet women online and get them to purchase some things or give cards and send them there. Their stuff, and I mean, send them money. That's, and not stuff. Even, that's not even fraud. I mean, I feel if like you, you do it. Fraud is like when you do some, get money or acquiring goods from somebody deceptively, and that's fraud. That's the definition. But of they, fraud. Them, and but if a girl is deceptively man. trying to be seduce you and get you out your money, that should be fraud too. I mean, them niggas. By the definition, them niggas like total the six niggas total together. Well, I know there's levels to it. Two Don't million dollars. So yeah, they should probably. It don't matter. <laughs> that, that should matter, bro. That should matter. If I game you out of five hundred k, I got you. I it don't matter what I told so you. So you saying you it should be enough to give me that? Like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. That's morally wrong. <laughs> like nigga, the country morally fucked so up. So if if it's morally wrong, should more girls get caught up with that? I see. So so okay. <laughs> them niggas is called sugar daddies, so it's okay. That's the acceptable Yeah, part. that's what it's called. It's called yeah, sugar daddy. It's, it's sugar not daddy. fraud. It's sugar daddy. Yeah. Okay, but see, there is a service that's being offered, and as a return for that service, what's the service? The the the, the, the sugar daddy is saying, "I want companionship or sex or whatever that is." Right. Okay. Operating within the legal confines, but usually it's you. You know, you're my side piece. We go on dates. You give me companionship. The woman is saying, if I go on dates with you or play as your girlfriend or go to these functions with you, what do I get in return as being someone that's on your side on? That she's renting a service. So it's not fraud because she would normally say, well, for me to go on a date with you, that would be $500. Now, if he's dumb enough to pay for it, that's on him because he's well aware of the services. Whereas in the other case, where the man was defrauding the woman, uh, yeah. she didn't know anything. She thought she was getting a wholesome mm. guy. Well, that's not fraud. Cause so he fraud is the term of deception. It, the deceptiveness. If it's up front, okay, that's not fraud. Right. Sugar daddy. But some niggas turn into sugar daddies without even knowing. That's what I'm talking so you, about. So you telling me if I meet a woman today, we exchange numbers. I get the text and I like you. We hanging out. She giving me money, money, money. And she gave me five grand over the course of a month, and I drop her. That's fraud. No, I mean it depends on if you deceptively did it or not. Like so you did it on purpose. So the difference is the difference is, is if a person knows. So like like Dr. B was saying, like a sugar daddy knows that he's a sugar daddy. He knows what he's providing and what he's getting in return. So it's okay. But, but so when a guy dealing with a yeah. woman, like like who can prove that legally? Like oh. You knew the time you met her. You didn't like in court. I can say, oh yeah. I like how consistently you like doing it, bro. Like if you're just getting money and money and money and money and money and running it up, yeah, probably they probably gonna get caught up, bro. 
but that's my business though. Like that's what we. That's my business. Like, <laughs> that's my business. That's, that's pimping. That's my personal. That's, that's my. That's my art. Oh, that's your business, business. That's what I'm saying. If girls can do it, can dudes do it too? Are you? Are you? If a, if a guy is stupid enough to get a girl five k over two weeks, and the stupid. lady is stupid. Like you just stupid. Like that's yeah. your law. Like that yeah. ain't got nothing for nobody. Like, but one knows in advance, and the other one doesn't know. And this is what the intent of fraud what's, is. What's is that know? That, that the woman doesn't know that she's being defrauded. She's thinking like, "Oh, this nigga like me, so I'm giving him money." My thing is legally, how are you gonna prove that in court? Like, like oh, he knew he didn't like her when he got her number. Like, no. Well, one, we can ask you, and if you lie under perjury, you can lie. Niggas lie every day. <laughs> Niggas lie under oath every day, nigga. Right. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> niggas oh, niggas be under oath be lying, bro. It's wrong. Lying like a it's wrong. One, with intent. I don't think the FBI should be scooping niggas over this shit, though. Feds got my niggas, Like, man. the FBI pulling up to this shit, bro. <laughs> That's top. That's, that's top. That's beyond me. That's beyond. Like, bro, you got niggas. These you girls got be niggas scammed. Real life scamming shit. Like, all y'all niggas been scammed. Y'all just didn't report it. Pretty much. I ain't never. I feel like it ain't gonna go through. In a, uh, I ain't never been. Never in my life been scammed before. Right. Ever yeah. in my life. I ain't never. Yeah. No. Why your debit card not working? You sound like you. <laughs> what you about, my debit card do work. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got Gucci, Louis, Fendi, Prada. All, right. all that shit. Anyway. Yeah, I got guap. Anyway, speaking of money and let's say situation to relationship wise and stuff like that. So, speaking of, let's say we are at work and you meet a chick. That you kind of feeling at work and y'all on the other side of the building, you make eye contact, y'all don't have the same direct manager. So y'all meet at a bar one day and after the bar, club or whatever y'all at, y'all get it popping. Y'all have sex. Oh man. Do y'all think y'all can have an active, this is hypothetical by the way, y'all think y'all can have an active sexual relationship with a, a co-worker and actually make it work? And active, for like, sure. like consistent. You said for sure. All like, right, Mitch, explain. So, sure, depending on where we work at, shit, we might can do it at work. You work at a school. Yeah, we can do it at work. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, Coach Mitchell. That's that's, that's <laughs> wild, bro. You wild. You different. I ain't never. I ain't never did nothing like that at work. All right. Yeah. Well, appreciate I think, appreciate I, you protecting your ass. Appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I'm, I'm being serious. It's consistent, right. like you consistently fucking, or like Let's every say y'all now have and a little fuck. situation, maybe every now and then. Y'all, are feelings involved? Nah, let's just say y'all. Then, just yeah, you can. you can, you can. I ain't gonna. The, but there's gotta be set, there's gotta be something set before it happens, though. Like you gotta, you gotta be discussing. You gotta set shit. the standard before this shit happens, because then when feelings get involved, feel, and then you cut it off, shit gonna be miserable. I feel like that's tough. I feel like if you messing around, it's probably always gonna. Mitch be gonna go feeling, to a school forty five minutes away. Yeah. Like far. Yeah, I feel like it's always gonna be feelings involved, and then not always. Not if you set a standard. You let them know. It's don't, always gonna be. Don't give them involved. no more. Don't give them no more than what you told them you was oh. gonna give them. Don't give them no more. It's always gonna be some type of feelings involved, bro. It's just like you got the fart, nigga. No, I had to turn this camera on, bro. I'm just stop. <laughs> that nigga did stand up for a while, huh? Nigga got up to first. Stinky nah, booty, stinky I was turning. Booty ass. Nigga, we recording. Relax. But anyway, <laughs> back on topic. So, damn, what was I about to say? So we getting physical at work. Uh, 
damn, you made me lose my fucking concentration. Now, Keith, you can't be getting physical at work, building planes and shit. Oh, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. All right, that's what I was going to say. So, my, when I, I ain't going to lie. When I first got to, uh, got to my job in corporate America, uh, there was an incident where some two employees got fired for getting caught fucking in a conference room. So... That's why that's I low-key uh, was thinking about this. Fuck. Bold as fuck. That like, shit bold as hell. Niggas, be, niggas just be getting Now, nah, you off. can't do shit like At that. Work. Of course you're going to get fired. I don't think it's... I don't know if it's... What's you know up? How horny, you know how horny you got to be to do Facts. it in the conference, in the conference room? Yeah. And get caught. Imagine fucking in the conference room. Lock the door. Imagine fucking in the conference room and your boss walk in. That's probably what happened. <laughs> like I don't your know boss the details of it. Or niggas had a meeting. And like twenty motherfuckers walking that bitch, you mid stroke, just mid stroke, legs in the air. Like I say, you gotta be like, Ass you, gotta be a, you gotta be a different type of horny, like, different. Like you, you wanna say to, you can do it uh, you wherever you work at. You had to get one in, had to. If you got like a private, your own little office where people can dip in, oh, you can yeah. lock the door. Oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Even it's then, top. even yeah, you can Freak, lock your door yeah. and close the, the blinds and shit. Yeah. I would never but, do that at work though. I feel like I'll be too scared, honestly. I mean, if you that the boss boss, ain't nobody gonna say shit. True. I feel like if I'm just if I'm just doing my thing at work, I gotta be at the top. Like at the top top. I say but people can't say nothing about it. Like they know it, but yeah. they can't do nothing about it. Honestly, I would never really have a, a sexual relationship at work unless oh, I knew this person shit. beforehand and they start working at my job. It's too much risk. So y'all like, niggas not gonna acknowledge that bar I just had, bro? What he said? I don't, I don't care about your bar. He said at the top, top, getting top, top. I heard that shit. I said in my, in my flip flops. <laughs> wow, bro. We should uh, lay a track now, now, bro. But anyways, I don't think we. I don't think I would personally have a relationship. It's too That's much risk, bro. Like niggas, like I said, niggas gonna catch feelings. Niggas gonna be. You can easily get reported for some shit if you doing this well stupid shit like that. Of course, fucking in a conference room. And bro, if the chick crazy, she crazy. That's so what I'm regardless. getting to. Like if she know where you work, if she know where you live, what kind of car you drive, you fuck regardless yeah. if she that damn crazy. So yeah, then she even start if she messing with, your with job. you, she still can call your damn job. Yeah, she started tampering with your job and stuff. Oh, I'm going to get you in trouble with your manager. You fuck over her life and stuff. And I I, I know we, this is a all-black male podcast, so what happened if you messing with a white woman? I feel like there's another risk involved, another layer. I'm going to keep it real. We got to keep it 100 on this podcast. This is a risk messing with white women. In today's culture, with athletes getting fucked up, us niggas can get fucked up over the job, too. One report, we out of there. We don't have no job for the rest of our lives. We can catch a case. I feel like you know the vibes though. I feel like you see you Break see red flags ahead of time before things go to where they go. At least me personally, like if I'm fucking with somebody, you see how they are and they behave yourself. I feel like if I gotta think twice about it, it's probably not it. For me, that's how I maneuver. I just recently had me a red flag. Bloop, bloop. Exactly. What happened, nope. bro? I'm gonna read it to y'all. Uh, this yeah. is this is this is from the. Oh shit! We got the. See. So, I was talking to this shit. I ain't even gonna say we was talking. We exchanged numbers. I hung out a couple times. And so, she wrote me, and I was asleep. And so, I didn't respond. And so, <laughs> she wrote me. No, she she texted me. was like, oh, my God. I can't believe you're not fucking answering the phone. All this crazy stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was asleep. How long like, have I you known her? 
we had had each other number for less than a week. Wow. Like, I, if I got her number on that Friday, it was just maybe like that Thursday. And I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. And then she sent me these long paragraphs like, I'm not crazy. I just was oh, concerned. I'm crazy as fuck. Crazy. Yeah, I was like, nah, baby, we can't do that. Mm-mm. Yeah, bro. She showing you that in six days? Just imagine yeah, if you kicked it with her for a month and cut it off. Oh, she about to be at your crib every day, knocking on your door, fighting any any chick that's trying to come into your crib. See, but that's why now I'm question to bring chicks to my crib. Like, this the first car I got that ain't got keys. So man. you be pulling up on <laughs> Bro, hold on, bro. You be pulling up. You be pulling up on them. It depends. That's a it setup. Depends. I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes I don't want people at my house. And this nigga said, yeah. "Y'all didn't catch." They said, "This is my first time my car didn't get keyed." This is my first yeah. car that didn't get keyed. Bro, that's what another thing I want to talk about. I always say this to y'all niggas. That's y'all true. niggas love that shit. Y'all love that crazy shit. Y'all, y'all like uh, attract women like that. Who, and y'all who, love, who that, love shit. that crazy shit. Mitch? I don't like. The, I don't like the cars getting keyed though. Okay, but everything else is valid. All right. Everything else is, is cool. You like that shit. You like a chick to threaten you with a knife and shit. I'll kill you if I see you with another chick. That's not a red f- Niggas don't recognize red flags. We ass because we love that shit and we dumb until we actually die. Y'all <laughs> And then we die. Nigga, I don't love that shit. What not you me. talking about? I don't yeah. deal with crazy, bro. <laughs> I don't deal with crazy. You say yourself. You save yourself from that. You get mm-hmm. yourself. I, I know. Cars getting keyed, tires getting slashed, all that. I'm not a part of that. But I guess it's a risk reward because some niggas say that crazy chicks have the best uh, sex. You know, I don't know if that's nah. true or not. <laughs> some of these, some of these niggas crazy too. Like we said last time on the last podcast. Like, have you ever read your home? Like your homegirl lets you like read her messages. Like, wow, y'all. Like, like I've seen. Like I've had female friends show me their messages of like niggas like tripping out and stuff, and like niggas be like, oh, I kill myself if you don't answer the phone. Oh God, niggas do be doing that shit. But it be the so, same niggas on social media, like, fuck that bitch. Yeah, like, I don't fuck yeah. with that hoe. Da, da, da. But niggas be the same niggas be in the phone talking about, I'm so sad, yeah. I miss you so much. Yeah, I think these niggas be more in their feelings than the than the women do. Yeah, niggas just do a better job at hiding it. That's how I know it Dr. is. B ha- I know Dr. B happy I said that. Uh, I mean, that's gross. I'm like, what? You gonna admit that? Look, look, he happy I said that. shit they shouldn't be doing? What? Mitch didn't say something misogynistic? <laughs> What? I mean, that's really know, what he was thinking. Basically, that pretty much, he know he in the wrong, but he just can't leave that shit alone. So I mean, so I think fuck it. I think what really what's behind there's a couple of things that's behind when people are overreacting or what we would call crazy. One has probably been a past that has you know um, you know altered or changed who they are. If not altered or changed, but has definitely affected you know. How they interact with other um, people, you know, once they've left a, you know, very bad relationship. The other thing is, and I've said this a million times, just don't have words to communicate. So what do we do? We say shit and we do shit that is ridiculous. And we come back and we might apologize and be like, all right, I'm going to stay. When there are probably red flags that somebody was carrying baggage, luggage from a previous relationship. So. Communicate, go get some therapy, talk about that shit. But both sides can be very harmful to each other and toxic. Perfect way to end that subject. That was was a good summary. I ain't gonna lie. So, moving on to the topic of the NFL and is, I think Mitch coined this uh, phrase, is cap cap. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is cap cap. So, I'm talking about Colin Kaepernick, the NFL player who recently had a 
finally, after three years of not being in the NFL, uh, he finally gets a chance to work out for some NFL teams to potentially get a spot on a team or whatever. But the backlash was, because there was a lot of backlash from it, was that three hours before he was scheduled to work out for all the NFL teams, he made some demands and actually moved the uh, the workout to a location 60 miles away. He wanted his own receivers and his own film crew or whatever have his own, so you have the right to his own film. So and and people was actually rooting. Everybody rooting for Cap. I root for Cap because all the activism that he does. But some niggas feel like it's fucked up. He had his chance, and now only eight teams showed up to that new location, and now he kind of. Was selfish about his chance. Do y'all think it was right for him to do that shit? Or... No, no. Go ahead, Mitch. No. Break that down. And, the, and, the, and the, the reason I say so, like at first I thought it. I'm like, okay, and that was a good move. But looking on it, it's like, all right. The fact that you did to try out shows that you want to be back in the league. Yeah. Like you doing the same thing everybody else do. Like if. Tom Brady or Mahomes, any quarterback trying out for a team, they're going to do a tryout at a facility. It's going to be closed to the public. The only people that's going to be there is the people that's interested in that person or that prospect coming out of college. That's what it's going to be. Like, the fact that you want you say in the NFL, all right, they can control the narrative with the film. Control yeah. the narrative to who? The teams are there. So yeah. if the teams say you ask – you know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. If they say you good, that's what it is. Like if you if you control the narrative and you got your own film and teams say, "Oh, you wasn't good," but you put out these clips because you got your own film saying, "Oh yeah, I made good throws." To people on social media, like who gives a fuck? Like I think that was none his of main us. Reason. Like like we can't sign your ass. Like yeah. like you know what I'm saying? It don't matter to us. Like if that's what you're trying to do, you should have been trying to impress them. Like. Don't impress the masses. Impress the 24 executive scouts, whoever was there, represented from whatever 24 teams. Do that. Like, quit trying to <clears throat> appease the, the millions who, whatever the fuck you, yeah, I don't know what the fuck he's trying to do now. Like, I'm confused. So, <clears throat> Okay, so if you all thought this was about Colin Kaepernick trying to try out for a team, then you missed the whole point. The reason why Colin Kaepernick did what he did was to show you all what the NFL is trying to do, and that was, which has been an ongoing battle, which is why they settled, is to make sure that Colin doesn't sue the NFL. So in the Mm -hmm. clause that he was going to sign, he didn't sign the same injury clause thing that other athletes do. Mm -hmm. Okay? So... They had put in there and it left language in there mm-hmm. that could be interpreted down the road. And Cap was saying, no, we're not going to do that. Furthermore, let's talk about why are we doing this on Saturday and not a Tuesday when regular tryouts are there are, are happening. And then number three, not, not least, um, why don't you want the media to be there? He wants to control his own narrative. So I'm all for a particularly black man controlling his own narrative because if if I sue somebody and that same company says, hey, come interview 
Oh, you best believe I'm not going to trust them. I'm going to make sure that if I go in that interview, I'm going to be like, I want a witness. If I go do I want to control it because the NFL has said a lot of things about Colin Kaepernick. So much that you got people believing that he really don't want to play and that he's just doing his publicity stunt. Like, come on, fam. Bro, I got I got one thing I got to correct you on what you was talking about. I agree with two of those three things you said, but the one you said, uh, no, he said, why would he said why would they have why would they host the tryout on a Saturday? It really don't matter what day the tryout is because it's scouts that's going. Okay, true. All right, well then, let me count on that. Why are we having a tryout anyway? Like, I mean, it's an, like, it's an opportunity. Like, whole reason like, why, like, why, like I don't know how good this dude is. It's been three years. I mean, it's been three years, though, bro. They can't look at film from 2015 and be like, oh, yeah, he's still good. Go ahead, Mitch. I, I do agree with that. Like, why are you trying out? But cool. Like, if you would have said, or if the NFL would have offered it and you would have been like, hey, and his argument was, hey, I've accomplished this since I've been in the league. I haven't been gone no, eight, nine, ten years. Why do I have to try out? Nah, I'm with you on that. I agree with that. But the fact that you agreed to try out, bro, do it. And the language in the contract, it, I feel like it goes both ways. Colin yeah. knows how the NFL is looking at him, and the NFL is trying to protect themselves from dealing with his shit again. Like, they know what type of person and the actions he's he's willing to take. So they got to cover themselves, too. Like, not saying that I'm siding with them, but it's a it's a – Leverage thing for both sides. I like, see, but here's the thing: the only thing that I disagree with, the only thing that I take issue is, is that the NFL. Obviously, I understand them trying to protect them from being sued, right. but that's a symptomatic approach when they can just not be racist, or like. But it's not a. But what race is about it though? Like. The owners don't want to take Bro, on this the dude. whole blackballing thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, they, like they gave the nigga a tryout. Like no, 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 no. because the, of Jay Z. But NFL, that's another story. The NFL <laughs> did not the owners, and the NFL is trying to make sure that they don't get sued because the owners are being racist. And that's what y'all gotta understand. Like this is bigger than Colin Kaepernick trying to actually try out. Colin's trying to prove like the NFL is the face, but what's behind the face of this NFL is white owners. If you don't do it in a certain way, you won't get in. And he's, I can well, do. Well, if I mean, if you're looking at it like that, to kind of not to switch the subject entirely, but that's what Byron Nelson fighting in the Supreme Court now is the fact that yeah. certain Comcast. places can hire you based based off a of race. So. Shit, if it's, I mean, it's actually almost the same thing because it's it's the same it's the same exact thing, yeah. So it's it's not saying that the NFL is not doing business with black people, right? right? Or yeah. like Comcast. It's that we are we have such a conglomerate. So if y'all don't know about the Comcast case, Brian Nelson he's suing he's suing Comcast because he's saying on the, on the racial discrimination. And the racial discrimination is that there's not equity amongst the resources that Comcast is doing with the cable company. And if Byron wins the lawsuit, then Comcast has to forego, has to like give all these documents. Mm-hmm. And if those documents come up and we gonna see that Comcast has been fucking over black cable networks for years. So 
Yeah, it's the same thing with the NFL. Is that the owners is like, yeah, we like black people if you do this particular right, thing. And Colin is saying, you should like me regardless if I don't do that. And that's, that's so. That's Colin feels like whatever team he plays for, that team should stand behind him no matter what choices he decides to make. Is what you're saying? I I think if it's I so I think that that's. That's, so him kneeling, the 49ers should have stood behind him with that. I think that you can't blackball somebody for having political aspirations. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. He's He was blackballed. You're right. White, the white owners want their, their black players to act a specific way because he was out for contracts but on one condition, which is the obvious thing. But I feel like at the end of the day, like Colin Kaepernick – Damn, I just lost train of thought. I was really, I really. Like Colin Kaepernick was. No, I think the argument is that at the end of the day, you're playing for the business, and if that's what the business wants, you do that. But the way it, the the complication is, there's ways that the owners allow certain football players to be in their own identity when it fits the narrative. So you you got the, you know, the Aaron Rodgers and the and the Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> That fit the narrative. They could, they're not gonna rock the boat, right? Mm-hmm. But you get, you get a, a Colin Kaepernick who took his team to the Super Bowl, and I would probably argue, had, had he had maybe more development with the offense with Jim Harbaugh, that he probably still could have been a contender. That he could have been potentially a face of the NFL until he did this kneeling shit. They're like, nah. I remember what I was going to say now. What I was going to say was, okay, Colin Kaepernick was blackballed from the league for kneeling during the National Anthem, right? Not saying that during the National Anthem, disrespecting our country, right? Even though our veteran told him to do it, yes. Yeah, but, but <laughs> that's, that's the reason, right? But we have guys in the league still to this day, like Kenny Stills, who plays, who's a receiver for the Texans now. He still kneels for the National Anthem to this day, but he's not getting any scrutiny or backlash for it. So what do you think that is? Because like, owners aren't back aren't, – uh, Aren't going at him for still kneeling, so so they're leaving it alone completely. Yeah. So it's okay for the guys to do it now, but Colin Kaepernick's not allowed to be. I think he kind of paid the way for it. Yeah, I think he just Colin, used as a so he sacrificed for his career for other guys to Definitely, have a to have a free free speech. Definitely. I mean, and back to the, like the whole contract situation. I think one of the main pushbacks on that as to why. Uh, I mean, that's fair to say he don't agree with the contract. I mean, niggas argue about that shit all the time. But like, he been had the contracts for days now. Their their main complaint is why you change it last second and make such an inconvenience for other teams, and that's one one thing. Uh, another thing, like at the end of the day, I think it's all about his attention intentions. I mean, sure, I think he made a bad business move by moving it and making it very inconvenient. But his intention was like the NFL has been fucking him over. He's traumatized pretty much by his whole experience by the NFL. And he tried to make sure he did everything his way that he felt is right. Maybe it wasn't the best way to approach it, but at the end of the day, I think his intentions wasn't be malicious and fuck people over and people making it sound like, oh, he did that shit on purpose. That's not the case. His intentions was good. He want to get in the NFL. He proven that he want to get in the NFL. I think Jay-Z has some pulls, some strings, and niggas was hypocritical of Jay-Z. He making us, I don't know if he making Jay-Z proud, but he pulling strings for Jay, uh, for Cap. Now, is it? Can you fault a man for that? I'm gonna ask y'all a question. If y'all are a NFL owner right now, 
do y'all sign him? Am I the Dolphins? If, yes. If, if you if if you can if he can be a helper to your team, yeah, being yeah, yeah. But we we're also Super Bowl I, QB. I feel like we're also we're we speak from a biased standpoint too. True. So I think if, and I, and I'm a, so and and I'm would a, you? I'm gonna say from a from a black man standpoint, yes. But from the white owner standpoint, no. And my reason would be okay. Money, it's money. Thing. Now, now if I. If I sign you, if something don't go your way, if you get benched, if you don't start, if you is that is that is that a racial thing? It ain't like, even just I, that. It's am, am I gonna have to deal with that? Is that gonna be a on top of the stuff that I'm already dealing with with the yeah. team? Because obviously so, the team he gonna go to is not gonna be a established or a good team. So on top of me dealing with that as an owner and a GM, now I gotta deal with it. Like, is it worth? Is it worth that? Yeah, yeah, because it is a money thing too. Because not only when you hire somebody, you got to think about the fans' reaction. Are people gonna are gonna protest yeah. against the team now? I'm I'm giving my season tickets back because we yeah. signed Colin Kaepernick. We're a disgrace to the NFL. Uh, you know, owners don't want to deal with that no matter how much they need. So that's why they kind of tiptoe around Colin Kaepernick think- and get guys that don't bring controversy to their program. So I I I see, of course, from a black perspective, we're gonna be like, yes, we want him to sign. But I see from a owner's a white owner's perspective, a white one. Yeah, why they wouldn't necessarily. All it takes is for one person to take that risk. Shit. But who's gonna take that risk? Honestly, if you Money. had a black market, I feel like like the Falcons or something. Even though they already got established QB, I think it will pop. I think some white owners might need to take the risk. They might lose some people, but they might get fifty thousand more fans and lose maybe twenty thousand. That's a surplus. So this day and age is all about risk reward and cap. A lot of people are riding for cap and want to see especially if you flourish, y'all team making more money than all the other teams in the NFL off that off the bat. If he just has a super mega story, he take y'all back to the Super Bowl. From the, from the black community conquering, black gonna conquering racism. Fuck all that shit. Whatever team cap Boom. did so happen to sign to the black community is gonna have that Rock team. With. Tough. Jerry but they gonna, gonna lose. I, they gonna gain and lose. Risk reward. That's all business is anyway. Risk reward. Yeah. Fuck well, it. Well, we ball. I think it's it's problematic as fuck that that white owners are willing to 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 make money off off the backs of mostly black players if they perform a certain way. But then we can't back you up. Like your value is only in on the field. But anything that's off the field is not of value. And that is because people are scared of racism. I mean, sure. tell me why you're willing to take drug dealers, or not drug dealers, people who multiple times break the drug policy and and up until recently multiple times have been a domestic abuse, right? But you still kept them because your, your primary um, audience was males. Now this tells me you have a black man because he's a male. This is why I think race is real important. That he does racial issues, and now you're scared to lose what your majority, which is your white male. So I think right. it's problematic that we can earn the money on the backs of back of, of, of black athletes um, on the field, but then off the field when they want to stand for something, we don't want to back them. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like no matter what. He's not going to end up on the NFL. I'm not saying no matter what, but I don't think he's going to sign with the NFL team, even oh, though yeah, this tryout happens. He's done. Not, yeah, it's he not even, I don't, yeah. with, with or without the whole come to my location thing, yeah, yeah, I think no matter what, he wasn't going to sign to it. No, it's not even – I'm not saying he fucked it up. I'm saying no matter what, he wasn't signing to a team. At the end of the day, if a team's going to sign you, a team's going to sign he you. Might have. 
A team's gonna sign you, bro. I feel like that whole workout wouldn't have happened if a team wasn't going plan on signing you. I think he just fucked it up. But plenty of niggas have tryouts and don't yeah. make teams, bro. Right? But he had a private workout with a whole the whole NFL damn. Look at this. Look at who it is. Of course he is. Well, my thing is, if one of the owners wanted him, they would do a tryout. They would have already done already. it. Yeah, all they right. were already done it. This so, was like a league thing. All these teams were going to save their face. Oh, we gave Colin Kaepernick a chance. Yeah. We went and looked at him. And so and y'all and can't and tell us we didn't try. I don't think gonna, it was genuine like, oh, we're, we, we're really interested in signing this guy. No, nah, I don't think that's what it was, bro. And the NFL was going to try to control that, in my opinion, by making it closed and saying, okay, here's yeah. the tape on Colin. And it wouldn't have been as accurate. Yeah, as that's, what, that's, what his, that's what I'm saying. His intentions was to get rid of all that shit and all that. But that's my thing. Thing just we're looking at his intentions and how he See, wanted but, to control things and I how he lost, lost his opportunity. That's the point. That's the point I disagree with. Like, okay, cool. The NFL give flawed tape out. Whatever they giving flawed tape to who? Who's gonna see it? Media and regular niggas like. And us. they give him more excuse to people, not. Uh, no, but, fucking but I'm pick saying people that people that matter were there and seen it in person. Yeah. So goes back to Justin's point. Regardless of what they put out, if I'm an NFL exec, no, nah, I seen that shit in person. We want him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I, the I agree. Like, he's gonna be in the league. Matter. He's gonna be which, in the league. Yeah, which means that to me, like I said, it's a publicity. Like you, like the, the tape like, matters because, in the public opinion, what they could have done was sold to the to the public. Oh, y'all signing this dude? He's trash. And then boom. give him more reason not to sign him. But I agree. I but mean, I agree with matter. your point they too. They were there. They yeah, were no. there. Fuck the, if it was real collusion, though, if it was real collusion from the NFL, they would just give him more excuse to get faulty tapes. But I'm just it saying, ain't. even it don't matter which side. I'm just saying, like his intentions was to avoid that, and that's his intention. Either whatever side it may be, whether they was going to sign him or not. He fucked it up, but he fucked it up by trying to do his way and the right way and just backfire. I don't backfired. think he fucked anything yeah. up, bro. But man. anyways, we got to go ahead and wrap this up, man. This has been another episode of the Wholesome Men Podcast. Make sure y'all go ahead and subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe on our YouTube page, man. We just started. I know this is the second video. I ain't going to put nothing right there, so I don't know why he did that. But yeah, and also go ahead and follow us on all social media at Wholesome Men Podcast underscore 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 on IG and on Twitter, Wholesome Men. And go ahead and follow me, your boy Keith Logan, at KLogan underscore 70 on all social media platforms. Mitch, go ahead and sign us out, bro. Man, I'm not giving y'all my Instagram. I put it on like 20 episodes. And if you ain't follow me by now, you ain't going to follow me. Yeah, go to niggas, Justin. Oh niggas really ain't following me either, bro. But I'm going to go ahead and give it to y'all one more time. JLP underscore 63. If I don't get at least fucking, what, five followers before the next podcast? One. Just say one. One. Shit. Y'all two. Thirsty for I just want two. Y'all thirsty for attention. I just want two. Matter. Two followers, and then I'm going to keep giving it to y'all. But you already know what it is. It's your boy, JLP. JLP underscore 63. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's get it. Dr. B. Yeah. Dr. B. Um, AKA Raspy Rodney. Um, you can follow me Nobody calls you Next not. door Underscore four I'm on Twitter a lot So hit me on Twitter Or IG Bet It's been an episode Y'all be blessed Peace Peace